You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. We are gathered here as advisors, as scientists. The kind of place we expect the ghosts to like to wander around. Hey, yo, no, we're going down, baby. I'll help you. I'm something of a witch. Welcome to Mission Spooky. I'm your fantastic host, JC. With me today, as per usual, is the queen of everything herself, Kiki. And our local cryptic expert, Cord. How are you guys doing today? Yep. I'm here. Is this the first uh, episode that I'm back after being horribly uh, sick? No. No? Oh, okay. No. Never mind that. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where we're at. Chronologically. So confusing because some of these are recorded out of order on purpose due to us having some fantastic interviews lately. So we've done well, the good news is I have currently been maintaining my no longer sick status. Hey, yay. You did it. I, I'm the best. Oh, the best around and not being ill. Currently, my dad finally got COVID shot number two, so he should be better protected. I went and got her uh, co- first round of COVID shot. Johnson and Johnson just the other day said they're okay to do the one round of shot which is apparently going to be available in june so i'm kind of really feeling like maybe i'll i mean i don't know i would i would personally would rather get stuck with a needle just one time instead of twice but i mean i'll get stuck with a needle a thousand times if it means that i don't get the covid a thousand that's you don't want it i'll tell you that much you really don't want it, bud. <laughs> yeah, this, this is this. I I have heard that from every single person who's had it. Like it's pretty fucking bad. I wasn't a fan. The two weeks off of work was all right, but the sleeping sixteen hours a day when it it was a little alarming. I feel like a thousand. Then we're just doing acupuncture. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Kiki? Right. We're just gonna get right into it. <laughs> yeah. Let's jump right on yeah. into this. It's another one of these episodes where. Sure. We're we're YouTube famous now. Let's jump right let's, in. Right. Let's go. Yeah, we've gained five new followers on YouTube just in the last few days. So thank you very much. He is yeah. currently working on getting the rest of this BS on YouTube. Yeah. So today we have something super special because it's the first time that we have had a listener help us out directly with stories and uh, pushing me in a certain direction to look at said stories. And this then marks the first time that I have listener stories to read first hand accounts and did have fun with this so this might be something we add in going forward because i do feel like the one thing that we're missing is maybe yeah we can talk about the hauntings all day but it's kind of interesting to be able to listen to what someone else has gone through yeah yep i do promise this is going to be a multi-part episode because this happened to just open up a floodgate of really awesome material that is the first part of our military hauntings, specifically in Japan. We got good stuff in store for you today, I think. I don't really know. <laughs> I hope Kiki did her job. I did, or else we wouldn't be recording. It would just be like, right now I'd be like, okay, so bye. If you want to join the Patreon. 
<laughs> for zero content for episode 100 that's what we should do yeah we'll just take a break we'll be like in today's episode just give us some fucking money please so we can just officially quit our jobs wow, wow. and become full-time podcasters i'm already a full-time podcaster this is bullshit <laughs> i'm kidding no i love it i love it it's great and we wow. have some awesome people we have people already on patreon who are who are helping out um giving us You're a welcome. Bit extra cash so yeah right thanks <laughs> you say, I'm, keeping that, uh, I'm keeping that money in there yeah <laughs> oh, no it's sitting there it's, it's sitting there accumulating. she refuses to use the money i send <laughs> Yeah, JC is also on Patreon. That's a good idea, though. I think other podcasters should consider it because it does help you put a little bit of money aside for yourself without yeah. having to like worry about it. It's just there, you know. Of course, you're paying Patreon to do that, but yeah, it's still like a monthly whatever. It it makes sense on some level somewhere. Sure. First of all, we're gonna say a huge thank you to our listener Patrick because he's the one who was very happy to share a few stories of his from his years of military service and including a, a few that he heard from his fellow servicemen. So this episode was originally only going to cover Wait, one second. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks. Thanks, <laughs> bud. You're a good guy. He's a great guy. Uh, so this episode was originally going to cover just some specific military vessels, and we are still going to do that. Thanks to Patrick, I was able to get multiple episodes from just his material for this one. This is part one of focusing on Japanese military bases that are haunted. Most of our listeners probably know that this is American servicemen who are serving in Japan. So it's still very much tied to, to the United States, but Japan's cool. <laughs> Shout out to Japan. And love you guys. So the first story that Patrick told me that really grabbed me was he knew some of the particulars about the history around this base. And he wrote to me and he said, I, I think that of all the stories, this one is probably the least likely to be true based on what he knew about the history. And I really appreciated that sentiment. And then immediately went to work on finding out if it could be true. And that story comes from the Yokosuka Naval Base in Japan. So as in most of our hauntings, the history behind this location is very important. Yokosuka was a naval district in Tokyo Bay. Construction began in 1866 by the Edo Shogunate. After the Boshin War, the newly reinstated imperial rulers took it over in 1871. In 1938, construction begins of a vast cave system at the naval base. It ramps up as Japan enters World War II, and the threat of American attack is very real. So these caves were dug into the hills with picks and shovels. It was basically helping to build additional emergency shelters against possible U.S. air raids. This incredible system of caves and tunnels included railways for moving heavy equipment. There was a hospital, power substation. Interesting side note, this comes from American military. I read three different articles about this site, just not the hauntings, just the history. All of them say that a lot of this cave stuff is classified information even today. No one is 100% sure on what actually happened in the systems. It's approximately 16 miles that are dug out in total. And this also included several escape portals. After World War II, the U.S. Navy takes over and the cave still held a hospital and several command centers. Through the years, much of the cave system is sealed off, citing concerns about falling rock and it not being structurally sound anymore. In 2005 entire cave system is sealed off 
in its final day being open, it received a blessing of closure from a Shinto priest whose father was the one who had blessed the opening of the caves over 60 years before that. I thought that was really cool. That is cool. So the ghost story here is one that mirrors a few other locations and why I'm going to start here. Patrick tells me about a samurai ghost that was seen probably multiple times now in the cave systems themselves. And he kind of joked, and I say rightly so, that, you know, he thought it was maybe just a bunch of sailors who had been a little bit too drunk and thought they saw something coming at them. Like, he feels like this is the least likely of all the ghost stories. And the initial reasoning, too, is that the caves weren't built until the late 1930s. So why is a samurai showing up? This is literally what he said to me. My first thought was it might not be the caves themselves, the land that they're either built under or the land around it. And as I've just established, this naval district was built by the last shogunate of Japan. So, yeah, it's very possible that you might have a disgruntled samurai warrior wondering who in the hell all these outsiders are traipsing around his land. So in this case, I'm able to track down a firsthand account of at least one time the U.S. serviceman came in contact with this particular ghost. So he says, a name really isn't important to the story. Just know that I was one of the few who witnessed this type of event, and I was, in a way, lucky to be working in the tunnels beneath Yokosuka. I've heard a few others describe the place as eerie, and that is accurate. Mostly, it was the way the fluorescent lighting would play off the walls and cause oddly shaped shadows to appear. But the more time you spent down there, the more you realized it was just horrible lighting and nothing was really that spooky. Everybody knows about the samurai that supposedly haunts the tunnel on the base. There is another one, or maybe the same one. I'm going to tell you guys about that story that is completely separate. The ghost that occasionally showed up down in the cave system would be the same ghost, right? You'd be hard-pressed to find someone who's seen it or wants to talk about it. So here's my story. I'm walking the cave system on my way from one place to another. I'm not really doing anything in particular. It's just a normal day. My mind wanders for a second. I turned a corner, and there, standing in the middle of the hallway, is what can only be described as a samurai. I don't want to say I froze or was even that afraid of what I was seeing. It was more about my brain trying to process the possibilities of what was standing in front of me. I honestly thought, prank, and immediately said, ha, you got me. Then I saw the samurai reach for his sword, shifted to fight mode. That's just who I am. But as he took a step forward towards me, he began to disappear, becoming more transparent as he moved. It was completely gone before he ever got to me. I went about the rest of my day and never said a word about it. Honestly, I didn't know how to squeeze it into a, quote, normal conversation. Almost a year later, over here, two guys talking, and one of them has seen the damn thing. He's had a very similar experience, except this poor guy got a full-on run towards him, accompanied by the sword being lifted, an ungodly scream. Now, I can jump in and not sound or feel completely insane. But tell these guys about my experience. The only difference between the two events appears to be my personal reaction that I thought about fighting. The other guy, I don't fault him in any way, took off running because his brain went, dude with the sword coming at me. I'm out of here. Which honestly is probably the more intelligent response. Anyway, years later, I've come to know we're not the only ones to have seen this thing. And that is at least a comfort to my sanity. Oh, yeah. I would I would definitely not want to see what he saw. That would that would be spooky. Someone charging you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. This is like a modern, right? This is like Oh yeah. Well, the caves closed in 2005 officially. Uh, so this was in the uh I believe 
It wasn't, oddly enough, not dated, but this should fall somewhere between mid-90s to early 2000s. Interesting. It honestly falls in line with, with Patrick's initial, like, just offhanded, like, hey, I, I did hear about a couple guys saying that they saw the samurai running at them down in the cave system, but I think it's a bunch of crap. That did not happen to him. This was just one of those, like, hey, if you want to check out these stories, you know, and I managed to find somebody that, you know, actually seen one <laughs> or seen this event. Right. Yeah. Cool. Right. So the addendum to that is that there is this second location on the base. It has a samurai ghost attached to it as well. And that is Gridley Tunnel that this serviceman actually mentioned in his story. Everybody knows about this one. This one's not a secret. Gridley Tunnel is a narrow one way tunnel and it runs through this hill. It's online. You can go look at pictures of it. It's like super narrow. You can barely fit one car through it. It goes from Gridley Lane to Nimitz Boulevard. And there has been numerous reports of people seeing this samurai. So they they drive through the tunnel. They will turn around because they kind of see something catches their eye in the rear mirror. They turn around and they see this friggin samurai like on a horse coming at them on a horse. So there's a ghost horse, too. Yes, that's spooky. Her two different. (laughs) Yeah, well, this is funny. Her two different about Gridley, which was one said says that they just see a samurai behind them running after them with a sword another one said that that a couple people swear that he was riding a horse which of course is also not unheard of for samurais to have been on horseback and then when i tell you what it's attached to you'll understand okay all these reports are very similar about the rearview mirror and then what happens is people will get so freaked out that they actually wrecked their cars it's so bad that police officers who come out to check on them they don't even question it they're like you saw the ghost didn't you that's how normal this has become. Wow. The sightings are mostly reported on rainy nights between midnight and 1 a.m. And the Yokosuka-based newspaper, which is called the Seahawk, in case anybody wants to try to find the actual article, they did feature this story in their newspaper and with a possible solution saying that there's a legend about a samurai who was on his way to avenge the death of his lord and that he was ambushed and murdered. He wasn't on horseback when he was killed because he's failed in his mission of vengeance he's now bound to this site there you have the secondary samurai interesting could be the same guy right but i dug into something else because when i was doing the research for yokosuka and there was quite a bit you know to read through i found out there is an adjacent uh, location which is at uh, atsuki naval air facility and this place is like haunted as fuck I I also found um, I'm going to read a story from uh, like a quick story from there too but this this quick story actually again mirrors many many freaking stories that I have heard from guys on YouTube even like naval guys who will have like little YouTube channels talking about life in the Navy and this place comes up again and again and again so I decided to look into this as well I told Patrick that I was like thank you because now you've kind of opened the floodgates for this right right here's the funny part there are also caves at Atsuki Naval Air Facility. Mm-hmm. And guess what they're connected to? Bum, bum, bum. They connect directly to the Yokosuka Naval Base. There you go. And without a doubt, this is an area that had plenty of feudal battles where many samurai were killed. Oh. So you're kind of like, is, is it a dude who might have fallen in one of these battles before the naval air facility was built but is now traveling the tunnels that connect the two places kind of cool you're making me already want to take a trip 
right? But here's the thing. So at Suki, most of the cave system is also sealed up. But you can go check out YouTube. There's quite a few people who've managed to get in there. There's a way in and... There's more that went down there too. So so let me let me get into Atsuki Naval Base because this is nuts. So when the Allied forces defeated Japan, this base refuses to give up. They are told to give up by the Japanese military at the time. They're like, it's over. We've lost the war. When the Allied forces show up, just give up. All pilots who had who had their plane stationed here, because this was a this is a naval air command. Mm-hmm. Um, they get in their planes and they fly up. And drop leaflets on the nearby towns urging the citizens to resist the allied forces the remaining ground soldiers and into those tunnels and committed seppuku thus giving them an honorable death now there's hangar in also in particular that is very supposedly very haunted there's also a little bit of conjecture because some of the stories I read said that these soldiers who committed suicide and so in the hangar but that is not what I read historically, their bodies were found in the tunnel system. Mm, right. Still means that they died there. This is also a base that had a lot of, well, almost all kamikaze pilots flying from it. Also a couple other weird things too, but we'll get into that in a minute. Right. So there's several stories surrounding what's called the corrosion hangar bay. I found one first person account just so that you have a little bit of understanding. These hangars are pretty large. There's a photograph of when it's full and it easily fits five Sikorsky Seahawk helicopters in it, in case anybody's like a military buff and understands what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's a lot of space. Yeah. Okay, so this guy says, I was finishing up my night security shift on the base when it finally happened to me. I saw something messed up. Guys have been saying they've been seeing things in the hangar for years, but until this night, I had never seen or felt anything weird. Hell, I've never believed in ghosts or anything paranormal one way or another until this happened. This hangar is newer in terms of history, but most people know it was built over the old hangar from World War II. Most people also know that kamikaze pilots flew out of this location. It's no secret. You can go look it up right now. And I'm sure you know what that implies. I heard a few guys complain about a door in the hangar slamming shut when they are alone, which being alone in this hangar rarely happens, but on this night... I got the quote other thing. I had no feelings of coldness or any of the other stuff typically mentioned when one is about to encounter a spirit. Instead, one second, I'm convinced there is no one in this hangar with me. The next, I'm hearing muffled voices coming from the far corner behind me. I do my diligence and I turn around to check it out and I don't see anyone. But I stand there for a few seconds staring at this darker corner of the hangar. I'm still hearing the sound of voices. I figure maybe it's coming from the other hangar through the wall. Check out the other side of the hangar. I kind of put my ear next to the wall and I hear nothing. Nobody. I turn back to face the original corner and now there are a few sets of glowing red eyes staring back at me. Watch as they blink a couple of times and they disappear. Having heard of all the crazy shit that goes on here from other guys, I went about the rest of my checks and moved on with my life, so to speak. Just chalk me up to another person who has seen some weird shit on this base. (laughs) I love that. So it turns out that that this story is over and over and over again. Slight variations in the events, but it's the same 
Right. The constants here are the slamming doors, the hearing the muffled voices, and right afterwards, you're seeing the glowing red eyes in what people will claim as the darkest part of the hangar. So I think this is kind of funny, though, because I did manage to find a video from a serviceman who did the video in 2017. So this is, you know, a lot newer. You're getting a good idea of what these hangars look like. Right. They repaint the planes in here as well as do maintenance and helicopters, obviously. So there is a really great filtration system, a lot of filters, and there's like a lot of pipes and stuff coming up to filter that out in case they're doing painting. Mm -hmm. In the one hangar, if you watch the video, there is a very small area that is not illuminated. Even during the day, this guy took video full daylight. All the lights were even on inside the hangar. There was still this one part. And, and the reason for that is because there is a rather large ventilation pipe that's running behind there. What I also think is kind of funny is that you have overhead lights. You have lighting that is illuminating the walls in the center. Both hangers have this. There is lights that are illuminating the corners of the hangers. Now, that, of course, doesn't strike me as unusual in that, well, if you're doing maintenance, you, you're, you're going to need really good lighting whether it's daytime sure. nighttime whatever yeah it also made me maybe kind of laugh because i was like what if you've had so many complaints about fucking red eyes in corners of these goddamn hangers that they're like you better light this fucking shit up because <laughs> <laughs> we're done we're fucking done i am not working on another goddamn helicopter until there is enough light in this place i don't see shit that's the first thing i thought of and then the guy turns the camera and there is a ghost busters emblem that someone has painted like with a stencil on the wall i died laughing <laughs> oh my god so they know it these guys doing maintenance are like these hangers are fucking haunted as shit apparently there is some cultural significance to red-eyed ghosts in japan ford was supposed to do work on that i did not find much <laughs> <laughs> Like, you're like, I didn't find anything. Yeah, I didn't really find anything. I didn't have a ton of time to look into it because I was asleep. So <laughs> you messaged me when I was asleep to do research. <laughs> I thought you would just know it because you're like a Japanese freak. I thought you'd. No, there's there's some like broad implications, but specific. I'd have to I'd have to delve into it. I'll have to get back. The, yeah, the only thing that I found offhand, and the only reason I even looked it up is because somebody had mentioned, well, you know what red eyes in Japanese culture means? And I'm like, <laughs> I actually don't. I, I can't re-find the damn page. It just mentioned something about, because I know that in Japan, there's like different levels of ghosts. There's one that if you die suddenly and violently, that ghost may come back and haunt that location and sometimes they have red glowing eyes. If I can find that, or if any of you guys out there know what the hell I'm talking about and have seen it, that would be fucking great. Another serviceman said that he never knew the stories about caves being the site of the suicides. They also didn't know that the hangar was used as a makeshift morgue during a private flying club accident. Uh. <laughs> right? When he found out about these stories, he said that had never seen anything. He was on guard duty in that same hangar, but always felt like he was being watched. He could not shake that feeling. And there are plenty of little really short personal stories about servicemen being in 
that hangar and the door slamming shut and either they're alone which so they're just like okay look nobody was fucking with me okay and maybe it was the air or whatever then they test it out and they can't they can't figure it out or they're not alone they're sitting there talking in the complete opposite side of the room from the door door slammed shut and nobody could get to that door fast enough to do that of course, you know, door slamming shut. It's always one of those like, eh, is it somebody playing a trick? Is it possible? But it happens a lot. <laughs> You're just like, eh. <laughs> you know. Apparently in these stories, awful. I did manage to find also some corroborating evidence as far as YouTube guys talking about this. There's two different things. One of them has been sort of debunked as being partially incorrect. There was a Navy guy who had committed suicide in the barracks there. This is false as far as I'm concerned. You can't find anything about it and they keep pretty damn good records of stuff like that nobody can find it everybody says that one's not true but the one that is true is that there was a guy uh, in the 60s who got a little drunk was trying to get back to the base and got hit by a car they say that since his ghost was like maybe still in the mode of getting back to the base you will often see this guy dressed in more 1960s style of uniform he is sometimes either see-through or even solid full body solid trying to get into a door a barracks door or a hangar door and then he just poof vanishes a lot of people see that and then the last thing the thing that cracks me up and i just i can't not talk about it there is a haunted tree okay that you are not supposed to mess with on this base there was a settlement is near the river near the base that actually runs through the base along a golf course which is right behind the base now it just so happens that you can access the underground cave system at the base on that side where the golf course is just a little aside there so it was originally thought that women in the village had told their children the tree was haunted to keep them from climbing it and falling off of it makes sense right yeah sure yep there's also a legend that says that there's a japanese sailor that was asked to cut that tree down when the base was being built and as he did so the sky turned black. A thunderstorm appeared out of nowhere. It begins to pour. So this young man attempts to flee to get out of the storm. He is struck down by a bolt of lightning, dies at the base of the tree. There's no official record of this either. The story has a couple different iterations. So it's probably just a legend. But that tree stands on the flight line at Atsuki and is surrounded by a fence. And the words of the servicemen who have stayed on this base... Do not fuck with that tree. <laughs> so what has like, do we have stories of what happens when you do? So the one that I saw YouTube guy who has a, a really great channel and I completely forget. Oh, I was hoping his name was YouTube guy. YouTube guy. The best <laughs> YouTuber <laughs> ever. YouTube guy. YouTube guy. I will definitely link him in on our YouTube and I put this up there. I'll link that in so we, you can watch this video. He said that he had, I won't get into the logistics, I will just say this. Two of his buddies got drunk. They were at a party. They took something from the party. The day before, they'd gotten all like crazy about this tree. And we're like, we're going to go up to this tree and we're going to jump the fence and we're going to get photographs with this tree and whatever. <laughs> so they do that. Mm -hmm. They fuck with the tree. Next night, like I said, they, they go to this party. They take something from the party. They honestly think that they're doing somebody a favor. And they get arrested for taking the stuff from the party. They didn't actually steal it. They they legit were like, no, no, we just took it because we thought we knew the guy who it belonged to. We were going to return it. <laughs> Turns out they like 
legit took shit that they shouldn't have and they get arrested. Good job. This guy's like, don't fuck with the tree. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason there's a goddamn fence around it. (laughs) Wow. A lot of legends like that around this tree. Like people, if you, if you try to mess with it, bad things will happen to you is the moral of that story. I'm going to go climb that tree. You do that, JC. That's going to be our episode 1000. (laughs) Our first post COVID episode. We're sending JC to Japan. (laughs) <laughs> can jc climb the tree let's get that out of the way right? can yeah. JC climb a tree <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to climbing a tree i'm gonna wear like rocky motif and cord you can be the rocky trainer guy and it's just you with a baseball bat at the bottom of the tree <laughs> <laughs> and he okay beat the shit out of me that's what i'm imagining if that's how you want to play that game, sure. I don't yeah. I don't necessarily want this, but I feel like it's what what the fans need. You can't say that you didn't literally ask at this point. So uh, that's fair. Right. Please beat me up with this space. Ask for lots of things I don't I don't actually want. Or, you know, for those of you who have listened to Pot of Holding, that would be called a space stick. <laughs> <laughs> It's goddamn space stick. Yeah. So um that's some spooky stuff. That's some spooky shit. But wait until the second half of Japanese military spooky shit happens. Wait, I thought we were breaking this up into like thirds. Well, the third one is gonna be US military vessels. Oh, okay. Yeah. There is a couple other Japanese bases that had a lot of Americans stationed at them. It has some fucked up shit that just i'm just want to split it up so that you have another hour's worth of material to listen to because it's crazy <laughs> it's fucking crazy shit i love it and hopefully i can find some more um first-hand accounts for that stuff because i would love to our musical guest today once again is vov kulaka from you Ukra- from the ukraine and uh this time the song is called defy it's gonna be spooky squad news if we have any because i really don't think we do but anyway definitely yeah other other shit spooky squad news and shout outs yeah I don't know. Yes. It's over this. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> wow. You <laughs> have phone in the C section today. You fantastic sons of guns. How were those spooky stories? Pretty goddamn spooky, in my opinion. I am planning a trip to Japan. He sounds like the guy that was just pretending to live. (laughs) Just like, wasn't that just scary, boys? Wasn't it, though? Uh, Those stories with the things that happened in them uh, were terrible. No, the tree one really got me because... I don't like trees. <laughs> no, because okay, so from my personal yeah. experiences, is, is is like trees. Trees are spooky, and isn't the suicide forest in Japan like they got a lot of spooky ass trees down that way? 
over that sure. way. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole other. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I wouldn't mind delving into some spooky Japan. There's so much going on there. But oh man, I could get into that. We were we were you know, technically Mission Spooky began as like just talking about you know Pennsylvania and the surrounding area. I don't know though. I, after reading all this stuff, like like I said, I'm gonna have second half of this, but we could essentially do a whole episode just on, on that stuff. I mean, I'm okay. Mission Spooky being worldwide. Mission Spooky goes worldwide. <laughs> Are we Pitbull now? We Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. Mission Mission Spooky World Worldwide. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, on that note, yeah, what a good talk. Good talk. talk. I blame JC. Thanks. Any other shout outs we want to? Oh, I do actually. I just want to say, dudes, guys, fucking encounter party. End of the arc. Beautiful, beautiful job. I am going to miss those characters so much because I I think the next story is not going to have the same characters. That's that's okay. That's okay. But they did a fantastic job. I'm very proud of them. And Tales of Cern is uh, doing great too. So there's my shout outs for my D&D podcast. Also, Cracking Dice. Fuck yeah. Just order some more because why not? Show us your dice porn over on Pod of Holding. Yeah. I like dice. Mm-hmm. I got good color combinations. because Frosty blue, white, and then I got blue and white. You take a photograph of it and stick it up on our Discord channel, which all of you fuckers should be on right now. I am. No, no, you aren't. I mean, our our listeners. <laughs> all you fuckers, you need to go over. But what if they're not fuckers? Join our Discord channel. No, it's fine. We've got uh, cryptid chats. We got ghost chat. We got UFO chat. Nobody's actually chatting in them currently, but you guys could start that. And that'd be awesome. And maybe that would be a place for you to go if you want to share your scary stories with everybody the world and us too and if you ever just want to chat i i pop in there every now and then pretty pretty like often actually i don't tell you guys but i'm there quite often (laughs) my discord is up and it's usually up on this discord channel (laughs) just waiting for something I am on. Yep, I'm on 24 seven. You can always message Kiki on our discord channel. And if you go to our link tree on our Instagram or our Twitter, she should also be following us on anyway, you can link right in there. And there's a perpetual uh, discord invite the channel. If you sign up for Patreon at the $1 level, you get extra stuff from pot of holding now with our spoiler reviews. Our regular reviews are over on pot of holding. You get the spoiler review, plus you also get our booper reels. I'm working on booper reel number seven. Crazy. I think there's about four hours worth of bullshit that JC says. It's great. Uh, <laughs> but I'm probably not on it at all. Everything that I say you are now, cool. yes. No, you're on there. Damn. <laughs> I think ever since booper reel number three, because you came on and did a couple episodes as a guest before you became an official, like, you know, the local cryptic uh, expert. Expert. I'm not, uh, but okay. The $3 level. Gets you access to true crime when I feel like doing it. <laughs> I skipped. I skipped February, guys. I'll be honest. With you. February is a really short month, and we had a lot going on. We had also the f- a fabulous interview that's coming up next week. You guys are gonna love. Yes. Yeah. So I kind of skipped um, a February episode of true crime. I'm working on something really special for you guys for Kiki's quirks. Actually, 
that some of that stuff will be available at a $3 level early. I will be eventually releasing that to Mission Spooky as well. It's just that you guys are going to get it like three months in advance. The $5 level gets you access to a very special Discord server where it would be once a month where you just chat with us. Yeah, we'll answer your questions. We'll, you know, tell you sexy things. We'll tell you unsexy things. Whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> yes. More, more the former than the latter. <laughs> JC will talk hey, what about a ladder? JC will use a ladder to get on that tree that he's going to mess with later. No, he won't. He's going to use his damn hands. <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to be difficult because I assume you'll just be hitting, the, hitting me the entire time. Not like, if you get up there. Not <laughs> <laughs> if you get up there fast enough. <laughs> yeah. Core's not a motivational speaker. Core's a motivational hitter. <laughs> I'm not a motivational speaker. I make you do it. <laughs> <laughs> or die. <laughs> I'm in charge at work. Now imagine that one. <laughs> <laughs> have a baseball bat at work, do you? Not yet. Soon. <laughs> I did have one. I did have one when I worked at Borders. I had a baseball bat. His name is Reggie. Taking us out once again is Defy by Vov Kulaka from Ukraine. Please go check them out. They have a Facebook page. They're on Spotify and they have a YouTube channel as well. And we'll have those connections for you. In the meantime, stay spooky. Don't die. But if you do, contact us. Via, if you could, please and thank you. Cord, what's your idea? No, you already started. It's you now. I did the uh, last one, I think. If you, I, I try to think of all the ones I've done before, so I don't like repeat. You should go back, listen to all the just endings of every single episode, and then write them all down. But I have a feeling that that's going to be my job. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm having a mind blank. Slam the door. If I, if I, 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 I,